0: or are you? Well, I, 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 the last two times that I went to start, you were like, nah, wait a minute, I, I got something. Hang yeah. on.
1: Something just yeah. came yeah. to my mind.
0: I yeah. Exactly. Lost I lost it. Go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was just, I was, you know, I was trying to get, I was like, okay, third time's a charm. I'm going to get ahead of the, <laughs> this, ahead of this, this, the is, thing this here. is the
1: awkwardness of not seeing each other while recording a podcast.
0: Is well it,
1: I'm, like there's a little bit of more nuance to the conversation because yeah. like you can't like I can't put my hand up and be like hey I want to I got something I want to put in and put here it's got to be like an abrupt and kind of harsh injection uh <laughs> cut off Yeah
0: <laughs> I mean I but, did order for when we are recording I like we've got we've got custom-branded Movie Man podcast blindfolds coming for when it's we're recording. them. Just because I don't want it to feel too different, right? Or, like, or for nap time. Like, hey, I can <laughs> reach across and touch you, but I still don't want to see... I don't want to look at you <laughs> while, while we're... We,
1: that abrasiveness has become part of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <abrasive> exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really only... The podcast was really only ever consistently in person for the first so no not even uh may june july august the first four months first four months of the podcast of a podcast that's been going on for coming up on five years yeah the rest of it has been this online and there was hiccups there was hiccups and you know for the first little while of figuring out we changed um we changed methods several times um just trying to figure out okay what is what is the best way to do this online where we don't have a nightmare in the editing room um but yeah hello and welcome to the movie man podcast
1: we are the b team
0: and the guy over there that i can't see is carl and the guy over there that i can't see is brady ah, it's so nice isn't it uh <laughs> And we're back with uh, another another news episode, and a a news episode this week that I, it's, I mean, it's back to back. It is just back to back, big news, things that I'm super stoked about. Um, Definitely on the, and I'm going to say this as if it's like (laughs) abnormal, definitely on the nerdier, geeky kind of news side this week. Um, But also kind of still like all over the place. Like, I think there's only overlap in two of the topics and that's it. Everything else is kind of its own, its own animal. So super excited to jump into that. But before we can do that, as is tradition, uh, as was tradition last week when Carl told us all about the supervillain lot, lot, the supervillain lot which is where you park your supervillain yacht. Um, what? Carl has three, what? <laughs> <laughs> Carl has three, uh, supposedly has three topics, presumably has three topics. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly unrelated to, you typically has been unrelated to the world of, of movies, um, but are still fascinating things. Some weeks, listen, Okay. I feel like I haven't really given feedback. Some weeks more interesting than others, but maybe that's on me, right? Because you give me the power of choice. Mm. And so if there's ever a week where I'm like, uh oh, yeah, I mean, ultimately what we ended up talking about was just kind of like, yeah, it was cool, but like, you know, it's not my thing. That's on me. You sly bastard. You have built-in. You have a built-in safety net. All three of all three of your topics could ultimately end up sucking, but it doesn't matter because I won't know because yeah. I just picked the wrong one. Yeah. What it's are not, the three and, topics and, this week, yeah, sir?
1: And and honestly, some weeks are better than others, and some weeks there's no, the choices are kind of eh, these are interesting, but they're not amazing.
0: Some weeks yeah. it's some weeks it's like there's last week some weeks there's cool. a clear choice. Some yeah. weeks there's there's a clear choice. I think last week it <sighs> felt like there was a clear choice. Some weeks there's no clear choice just because all of them are like oh I don't know that one I guess. But then some weeks there's no clear choice because it's like oh I want to talk about all three of these like so yeah. Either way, either way, it's a part of the podcast that I've come to look forward to. So, Carl, take it away. All right. So, our three options today. Hmm.
1: All right. <clears throat> I didn't pre-think of these ones. I was kind of busy this morning. You're yeah, just making we'll, them up, so up on the I'm going to wing, wing, wing the, uh, the topics here. Okay, so we got... Uh,
0: as in you're just bullshitting them? You're um, just making yeah, them up? I'm just going to bullshit them. Juice, All right.
1: no, juice orange. No, <laughs> I'm
0: just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Improv, All right. not Carl's thing. I'm just making a note here. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> um, NASA mm.
1: shows tenacity and shake test. Okay. Uh, we'll go with... Uh, Life on Mars? Maybe? Question mark. And AI so smart a baby can teach it.
0: Uh, okay, so we have two that are space related. And one that is is AI. Yeah, AI is
1: everywhere. Like, man. I don't know, I was playing every around week my options are like, I'm going through like, so these feeds come across my notifications on my, my push notifications on my phone and a couple emails and like AI is like all over them to the point where I'm like, Hey, again, ah, this one's not uh, interesting.
0: <laughs> listen, I, I, you know, there's, there's been all these, this like, Hey, you know, like AI is just a tool we have right now. And AI is going to assist us, but it's not going to replace us. And it's not going to. And that has been sort of the line that everyone um, close to or connected in or the experts in the industry have kind of been towing. Um, And then obviously, uh, you know, on the flip side of that, there have been some people who are like, oh, this is, you know, we should be should be concerned about this i I have been um cautiously watching with excitement as AI kind of you know takes off and and becomes a thing that it is uh, the first time that I looked at at anything that was sort of AI or robotics because that's the thing too right is like it's not just AI That I think freaks people out. It's, it's, we have AI and that's a thing, and then we have robotics and that's a thing. But it's like, it's when AI and robotics starts to get combined, Mm. then, then it starts to feel a little like extra freaky. Well,
1: even just AI learning in general, too.
0: Sure. And so yesterday I was just scrolling through Instagram and I came across a robot, very like, ex machina style looking like, you know, you see some robots and it's like, oh yeah, but it's bulky and it doesn't really move around well. And it's not like this thing couldn't run a hundred meter dash or anything. This was like a very agile, very humanoid, articulate looking robot, Android, or whatever you call it. And it was harvesting by hand, some sort of crop, right? Out and it, it looked like it was. This was maybe in Asia somewhere. It was harvesting some sort of crop, just you know, g- grabbing bundles of it and stacking the bundles. And not only was it doing it quickly and efficiently, um, I, no more quickly and efficiently than than a person could do it. It wasn't like, oh, look, this is like so much better. But it had all of the movements of. A human. Like had you put this thing mm. had you put a a, a, a morph suit right. on this thing so that you couldn't see it at all, you would go, Why is that person wearing a morph suit harvesting this? Oh, it was bizarre. And I think that was the first time that I've ever <laughs> looked at it and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, well, that's there you go. You know, you get a couple of these suckers out in the field and there is no need to pay people to do this job now um and so that's kind of freaky i'm gonna pick the ai one just because you know all right yeah we're going with ai all right yeah because i don't think i'm ever going to live on mars so hell do i care right okay so the the
1: first one is uh like last week uh there was we had it was it last week or two couple weeks ago we were talking about there was we had a quick conversation about how the space shuttle's been retired and NASA's kind of leaning on other people to. I
0: think it was two weeks ago yeah. or something. Three, well, anyway,
1: uh, a subsidy, uh not a subsidiary, a, a, a company called Sierra One Dream Chaser mm-hmm. uh, is, mm-hmm. is building a shuttle for NASA and to, to replace the old shuttle. And uh, they're in this building, they just passed uh, what they call a shake test where the thing gets like shook to no end to see if anything falls apart and apparently it passed doesn't, it. so now it's going into it f- some chamber underground in utah or something to continue its testing heat tests next Do, but the, the shuttle looks like NASA really dope
0: is is like kind of a shell of the organization that it used to be Where right? right, yeah it's like they, Back in the day, it was just like, oh, NASA's building this or NASA's working on that or NASA's, you know, like whatever. And now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, NASA, NASA's, con- you know, contracting SpaceX is doing some Which, stuff. I wonder how much they
1: contracted other people in the past and how much they built on
0: their own. Yeah. And, ma- and maybe this is the dynamic that it's always been. There's just been less yeah. like, you know, anyway. we weren't on the internet looking yeah. it all up. And I, I, don't, I don't,
1: don't normally do this, but I'm going to send you a link because the shuttle is really cool. And it's like capable uh-huh. of self-sustained <laughs> flight and stuff like that. This one's probably my, would have been my pick for the day.
0: But yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool yeah, shuttle. Normally you kind of safeguard the topics that I yeah. didn't end up choosing. But
1: this one was this one was my pick, would have been my pick. And I thought it was the, like just the shuttle itself is like, "Oh, that was really cool." It's like it even looks kind of futuristic compared to the last big bulky shuttle we got. Like this one's like sleek and the wings fold and oh man, yeah, it's dope. Anyway, and the other one was uh a satellite orbiting Mars found uh, big chunks of ice beneath the earth. So, yeah, there's like the whole concept
0: oh. of potential life on Mars is uh, resurfacing. See when you and that's just it. It just goes to show the world and the culture and the climate that we're living in now. Where you said life on Mars, and I didn't even yeah. consider alien life. I just, const- like, it was just like, well, yeah, that's our goal, isn't it? Yeah. Life on Mars, so, <laughs> right? It wasn't and a so lot, just, yeah.
1: They didn't find a lot of ice. I mean, it was, a, it was it's a fair bit. It's enough to fill Earth's Red Sea, the amount of ice that yeah. they found. Ice, but, ice means water. Yeah, ice means water, and water
0: sustains life, so.
1: Are and you water chose- means, oh.
0: correct me if I'm wrong, water means that at some point Mars must have had some degree of an atmosphere. Potentially, I, that's that's
1: a work. That's one of the working theories. Is that right? Yeah, okay. If if it had water, then it had an atmosphere. And but yeah, as far as that, yeah, that's a theory. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't know how much I buy into that theory because I mean, there wouldn't it just be in my my <laughs> mind? And I'm I mean, I'm no astrophysicist or anything, but in my mind. I feel like it would be just as possible that that ice might have been there all along. And that's how it's always been is just ice somehow. I don't know. But anyway. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not sold on that theory either. That's just a, that's just kind of a counterpoint in my own mind. Anyway, all right. you, you chose Joe's uh, AI learning from babies. Yeah. So
0: uh, put those okay. kids to, to work early. Yeah. <laughs>
1: For sure. So, um, yeah. Artificial intelligence researchers were able to successfully create a machine learning model capable of learning words using footage from a toddler's wear-worn head cam. Okay. Pretty
0: interesting stuff. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) so, So no, 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 no. So, like, so they put a head cam on the baby, yeah, and the baby crawls around and coos and pulls a cat's tail, and you know it does whatever and and then what so so the idea of
1: this from reading the article is that it uh, they can kind of pull a couple things from from this in that learning how quick when kind of kids start to kind of learn words and stuff. But more importantly, what they're really trying to learn from this is simplifying and kind of how do you streamline the uh, how to train AI? Like if AI is going to learn from scratch how to speak the English a language, how to write a language, how to understand grammar, right? How do they do that? So they're they're the premise of this article is and this research was like, let's learn from kids. Let's let the AI learn from a child, how to learn these words, how to learn how to use these words. Uh,
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind kind of cool. So at the age where, you know, how, how do we, how do we get it so that AI can start sponging things up and learning and developing and so then the the idea or the theory put into practice is, well, let's take our lead from the people who are already Spudless doing themselves, that. Yeah. yeah, who are <laughs> at that stage in their life. Yeah. And having two children who are like
1: at that stage in their life, it's like, they learn so quick, it's
0: scary. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. my, my two-and-a-half-year-old is literally, uh, like, a copycat when it comes to what his sister does, his sister who's 11. Like, she'll do right. something or say something at the kitchen table, and he's, like, immediately like, oh, I'm going to try that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. w- w- essentially... When AI becomes self-aware, takes over and kills us all, it will be your children's fault.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It will be a three-year-old and it will, the reason it's killing us is because it's having a temper tantrum.
0: (laughs) All right. All right.
1: I'm, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's just like an alternative method to train AI Uh, and a pretty interesting one.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, that stuff's cool. I don't know. It's still like, even though I'm looking at all that, I'm hearing that, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This could be what, like, we could be reading about the thing that is ultimately going to end humanity and kill us all. Terminator
1: style, Yep.
0: (laughs) Yeah, cause our (laughs) extinction, whatever. And even with that in the back of my mind, I'm still like, oh, this is cool. Right. Like it's cool. And maybe that's our downfall, right? Maybe that's, it's the whole, like, so preoccupied with whether or not we could, we didn't stop to consider whether or not we should like, maybe mm-hmm. that's what this is. Or maybe the it's fact still kind of cool. If
1: like, if everything goes like AI learning, like a child direction, maybe that's the thing that'll save us because if we're good AI parents, quote air, making air quotes here, right. Uh, You know the the AI will, you know, look up to us and want to, you know, be like a child. You're like you're the hero of your children if you're doing your job right, kind of thing or whatever. And
0: yes, but 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 that eventually they'll hit their your children your children, (laughs) yeah. But 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 essentially your children end up replacing you. You become obsolete <laughs> and worthless, yeah. and is, your children yes. become the future. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's still, <laughs> a, you know... That's a
0: very good point. Yeah. <laughs> still don't know if oh, we're man. headed in the right direction there. All right. Danger. Let's jump into our topics uh, for today. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog, a film that well a franchise but it was specifically that first film was a film that a had all of the reasons to to just be a horrible film right live action animation mix it's based off a video game it's you know all of the things that typically spell out kind of cheesy tacky nobody gives a shit kind of film that's what Sonic the Hedgehog was and then b this film had all the potential to be dead in the water before it ever even released when that first trailer dropped and everyone was like oh my god what the hell is that (laughs) who
1: the hell is that that's not Sonic the Hedgehog
0: (laughs) yeah with 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 ugly Sonic and so my god (laughs) And then luckily, luckily, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not in the business of saying that, you know what, every time there's fans crying out on the internet that, that the studio should, you know, stop and bend the knee. (laughs) Yeah. You don't give your fans all the control if, if that were the case, you know. If we listened to Outcry, Robert Pattinson never would have been Batman, Heath Ledger never would have been Joker, Michael Keaton never would have been Batman, right? Like you, you sometimes you just acknowledge that the fans don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um but, but in this case they do. <laughs> in this case, the studio listened and quickly got to work redoing the animation on Sonic and, and gave us a much more video game. Uh, accurate version of Sonic, and that first movie is an absolute delight. That first movie is oh, it's b- so fun, better than it has any right being. Yeah, for what for what it is for being a live action animation mix and a, a video game movie, it should have been garbage, but it's great and the sequel you know what the sequel is if if yet not that i think that the first sonic is a 10 out of 10 but just for easy numbers if the first sonic is a 10 out of 10 i would say the second sonic is like a 9 out of 10 it's still it's still great
1: i just want to put a pause here real quick i'm pointing okay. out to the viewers the listeners of our fine podcast here that Brady is praising Sonic the Hedgehog. A film that uh the lead leading man is his uh sworn enemy for life, James okay. Marston. Okay. So that's 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 some high praise for this movie, I think. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah, but also the lead villain is my favorite <laughs> actor since i was like 3. <laughs> that's also good. it balances it out nicely. Yeah. And so and so that and that's what we're kind of here to talk about. One of the great things about those Sonic films was of course Jim Carrey's portrayal of Dr. Robotnik, <clears throat> the yeah. Eggman. Um and and it was Jim Carrey in full like, Jim Carrey... Classic Jim Carrey. <laughs> it was Jim Carrey in a way that we had not seen him in a very long time. And 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 we welcomed it. Well, when a franchise is as successful as Sonic is, uh, you keep going. You drive that thing into the ground. You mm-hmm. keep making Sonic films until people... Beg you to stop, and then ultimately yeah. just stop going and seeing the movies. You do those post-credit and, scenes that show the next thing, and get yeah, people excited yeah, exactly. Want to and, come back? And speaking of post-credit scenes, a little bit of a spoiler for <coughs> for Sonic the Hedgehog two, but it's been a number of years now, so I don't know. Get over it. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog two ends with Robotnik kind of falling out of the, falling out of his machine in in a in a fall that could you'd be forgiven if you looked at and went oh that was that was fatal he did right like <laughs> he did um however post credit scene it was revealed that robotnik's body had been found and that he maybe kind of they left the door open for the possibility that robotnik had survived problem though Jim Carrey retired from acting. Jim Carrey retired from acting following the Will Smith slap at the Oscars. Um, he, he was very outspoken about that Will Smith slap. He said, you know, it's no longer a safe space for comedians, blah, blah, blah. He also said, um, and I'm probably going to get the order of this wrong, but it, it, what he said was, you know, I, I've, I've done enough, I have enough, I am enough. Right, like I don't need to, I don't need more money. I've done enough. I have enough. Like you know, I don't need to grind at this. Um, and and he's also you know, <clears throat> excuse me. He's also in the last number of years, kind of had this big like eye-opening revelation. Right where like he did interviews where he was talking about how you know Jim Carrey, the Jim Carrey that we know is a character that he's been playing for 30 years. And and it took him a very long time to realize that. And he was starting to finally tap into the real gym, the gym that likes to paint, mm-hmm. and the gym that, you know, is it doesn't have to be the class clown all the time just so that people like him. Um So he retired. He says, you know what? I'm stepping away. I'm done. He says, it would have to, it would take a very special script in order for me to come back. Well, Sonic 3 is on the way. And you and I had talked about this not long ago where I was like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, but but you're not going to have Jim Carrey in there. And you said, you know, and rightfully so, you said that you can do Sonic 3 without Robotnik. Right, yeah. you've got all these other characters you can do, and I'm like, yeah, I know you can. I just don't know if you should, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. it's just it was it was such a a beautiful part of the dynamic. Well, we got our first teaser. It was a, a Twitter post about the movie, and it's just you know it's not even it's not like a teaser. As in, you got to see some footage or whatever. It's just the logo right? It's some, some fl- flashy CGI happens, the logo pops up, and then there's a laugh. It's just the audio of a laugh. In true, oh my god, Palpatine's coming back fashion, we just heard a laugh. And it is clearly Jim Carrey's laugh. So it looks like Jim Carrey's coming out of retirement for Sonic 3. Now, I don't know. I, there's three options here, I think. Option number one is that's not actually Jim Carrey's laugh. Or no, that it is. Sorry. Option number one is that it is Jim Carrey's laugh. And the studio's pulling, like, archive audio or whatever to put it in there. <laughs> yeah. In which case, dick move studio and and what are you doing? Um, option number two is that Jim Carrey is coming back and doing this film and not that Sonic 3 is some really special, important script, which is what Jim said it would need to be, that really had something to say. Um, but, you know, maybe he's bored. Maybe he's bored. Maybe he kind of misses it. He misses it more than he thought he would miss it yeah right and they and they said hey we'll give you five million dollars come do this movie or ten million to, i don't know however maybe much, he just right? needs a
1: bit more money for paint
0: <laughs> <clears throat> or yeah i mean yeah exactly paints you know maybe he's like holy shit michael's is expensive <laughs> I can't keep shopping here or C. jim carrey is coming back and doing sonic 3 and and he read the script and went through it with a fine tooth comb and he is really just like, wow, this is the story that needs to be told. Um, I tend to think it's B. I tend to think, um, that Sonic three is probably not the new gone with the wind. It's probably not the new Schindler's list, (laughs) but I think Jim Carrey's probably coming back and, And it's just, you know, like, I also don't know. I would be curious to find out. Hang on. I, so that's, I'm going to look something up. But that's, that's my, that's my guess. That's my take on this. While I'm looking this up, Carl, you tell us what, what are your thoughts on this? A... Well, which one of those options do you think is the most likely? Right? Is he is he not coming back, and the studio's just trying to pull a fast one? Is he coming back because he's just bored as hell, or is he coming back because Sonic Three is is you know a, a masterpiece? Um, hmm. I I wouldn't put it pat like we
1: hear about actors retiring all the time and then they come back. Now some do stay retired and they end up in some other field that they enjoy uh what's his name uh, f- is it frankie muniz the guy from math kid from malcolm in the middle frankie Frank? uh frankie muniz yeah yeah like he he's retired from acting he's a formula one driver now <laughs> he drives yeah. formula yeah, one I've race cars. he doesn't he doesn't and act has at like, all
0: and has like memory issues and stuff i watched like a whole thing on that yeah yeah but, so, with Jim Carrey's
1: case here, I could see him coming back. Like, he still lives in North America. He still, you know, he still ma- he does interviews every once in a while. <laughs> like, he's not completely out of the scene. Uh, I could see him doing it for this. Like, so when he did when he did Sonic 2 he was pretty, pretty much had one foot out of the door and for him to do Sonic two was like, Oh crap. Okay. He's, he's still doing it. He's, he's still here. Yeah. Right. So maybe he's found some kind of enjoyment in playing this character that, that he find that he wants to, he'd come back and do it again. um, for the film itself, I think it would be a huge W, like they a big win. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Right?
1: Like we got Jim Carrey. You could you could, you could <laughs> like, do Sonic like you, three like without said, Robotnik. Whether like or hate James Marsden, right? Yeah. Jim Carrey offsets any any wrongdoing. Like is a huge kind of cha- swing towards this movie being better. Um, again, I don't think they need him. Like. <clears throat> They're, they're obvious if they follow suit with what they've done with the post credit scene which I don't see why they wouldn't follow the shadow the hedgehog um story right um it, dr Robotnik does play a part in that right like
0: well shadow, sure and
1: shadow shadows a like an artificially created hedgehog, I just was like, as you were talking, I was looking just to get a little bit more information because I don't know the lore super deep, <laughs> but right, he was he was created in the in the, the actual the the lore here by Robotnik's um, grand uh, grandfather, yeah, by his grandfather. So right, The, you know like. And then Robotnik, I don't know, depending on which games you play, probably tries to swindle him and use him for his own good, the same way he did with uh, Knuckles in number two. <clears throat> but, yeah. I, I. Either way, I think it's the movie will be all right. It'll definitely be better for if he comes
0: back. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, you know, you could do Sonic 3 without Jim Carrey, <clears throat> yeah. but... If you can have Jim Carrey, you do it. Even mm-hmm. even if you have to adjust the story and and you know kind of yeah. shoe shoehorn him in there a little bit, you do it. Um, Which you you wouldn't have too much because Eggman
1: always plays such a major role in in Sonic, in right? Sonic he's, stories.
0: Yeah, he's the Bowser of of <coughs> Sonic's Mario, yeah. right? What I'm curious about, and I couldn't find. I mean, there's. There's some speculation about it online, and I'm sure if I dug deep enough, if I had time to dig deep enough, I would probably find something. What I'm curious about is, did Jim Carrey sign a three-picture deal?
1: Hmm...
0: Because if Jim Carrey he signs... he's contractually th- obligated. Yeah, if he signed a three-picture deal, then Paramount goes to Jim and says, Hey, Jim, we heard you retired. Uh, <laughs> guess again. <laughs> guess again. Right? The only thing that's getting you out of this is death. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, and even then, we'll probably find a way to either, bring you back using AI. Either and-
1: Jim Carrey does the movie, or we get this like Jim Carrey-John Wick-esque shootout between... Jim Carrey
0: and the studio impairment. Yeah. So I, it's, you yeah, owe me a that's, life. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know whether or not he was just, it's just as simple as, Hey, that's sorry. You already signed the paperwork and, and being Jim, like, you know, if I was a guy and I'm going to be the villain in, in the Sonic, the hedgehog movie, Maybe signing a three-picture deal kind of just seemed like a safe gamble cuz you're like uh I don't even know if this thing'll get a sequel, <laughs> right? Let alone right. a threequel. Yeah. So, especially yeah, we'll looking
1: see. at how some a lot of those kind of movies have panned out in the past.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Uh there is a Captain America 4 movie coming what with steve Rogers? no 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 no, no. remember remember You obviously disney, didn't plus... Watch the D- disney plus tv show. disney plus shows are now obligatory they're now mandatory watching they're prerequisites for the films um you no know, obviously at the end of falcon and winter soldier sam wilson takes up the mantle of captain america um a super powerless captain america um so there's that um, but he's got but wings. <laughs> but that's what happened, and uh, and we have a we have a Captain America Brave New World film coming. Um, and as is sometimes the case, we f- we don't get our first glimpse from set photos, or we don't get our first glimpse from a trailer. Uh, in this case, we got our first glimpse from some sort of corporate. Collector Amazon merch thing. Spoiled exactly, (laughs) sure what this is. I'm really not sure what this is, anyways. Uh, and and on this, this you can find this. Um, you can find this picture. I mean, you can just search the internet, but this picture uh came to us from Instagram. And it is, uh, yeah, it's it's just a little promotional for the film and probably some merch that's coming, Uh, coming soon. Our next theme is like this. It seems like maybe this is like for like a loot loot box type thing. The next Marvel Collector Corp, yeah, the next Marvel Collector Corp box is Captain America: Brave New World, Ships in March. So that's exactly what this is. Um, And on it.
1: Looking at the hashtags at the bottom of the of the Instagram post, it's got like, they've got hashtag Funko Pops, pop yeah. vinyls, collectibles. Toys.
0: Yeah. Toys. And there is, yeah. uh, there's a picture of Sam Wilson. Now <clears throat> we got, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, we got a Captain America suit with Sam in it. Had a lot of white on it, some red and some blue, but it was like a Wakanda vibranium style Suit, which it was kind of yeah,
1: and the color scheming on it was pretty close to the comic accurate version he wears in the comics.
0: Yes, yeah, and it and it it kind of gave a little bit of credit to the fact that maybe Sam can pull this off. Okay, well he's got a vibranium suit, right? Like that helps. (laughs) That's gonna help. (laughs) That's gonna help him take a couple of punches from guys he probably shouldn't be able to take punches from. Um, but it looks like he has ditched that suit. In favor of a much more just straight up Captain America spar- star spangled man suit, yeah, it, um, it looks very similar to got the, the one from
1: the first Captain America film almost.
0: Yeah, he's obviously still got the wings, um, but he's got the the blue with sort of his, his you know, his abs, his six pack has got the, the red and white stripes on it. Um, the, the blues gonna,
1: aren't super dark, they're kind of a brighter navy.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna guess that this is still probably a Wakanda suit. because um, oh, definitely. Who else is making suits for people at this point? It's that's kind of like the they are the Edna Mole of <laughs> of the MCU. You need a super suit. You go you go to the Wakandans at this point. Um, look, I think it looks great. I, you know, I'm still I'm still skeptical on how people are going to. Um now how well people will receive a non Steve Rogers Captain America right um m- myself included like I don't know that I will be able to buy into it I look I know what happens in the comics I know blah 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 but uh just on film I mean we've we've all come so accustomed to Chris Evans you know Steve Rogers and so it'll it'll be interesting to see a new Captain America and, and also to see sort of what his role is going to be, you know, is, is Sam Wilson going to lead the Avengers? I, I don't know that Sam Wilson is a lead the Avengers kind of guy, right? He's just kind of, when everybody else on the team is stronger and more powerful than you are, I don't know that that, works but Yeah, I, I don't know either way i think the costume looks sick uh carl what are your thoughts
1: i i think i like the other one better this one <laughs> yeah like this one feels too much like steve rogers right like he like can't he broke into really the tell and- but like it doesn't look like he has anything wrapping up around his head where the no, other one kind of came up Along his neck and the side of his face And he had little holes his ears popped Out of and it, it made it Feel much more like Falcon Captain America even the design Of it where like like I'm looking at some pictures where like From the star in the center of the chest Which Captain America has as Well there's like wing almost Kind of like the um, air force Symbol has got wings coming Out from the star right Because Sam Wilson is air force uh, Military trained right. Right? right, so it, like it felt, it feels that suit feels like uh, a merger of these two heroes. This one just feels like straight up Captain America. I'm Captain America now, and right, and <clears throat> yes, okay, he's Captain America now. He's he's taking up the mantle, but he's still Falcon. Like right. he still he still got the wings. He's still, you know, he's still just got those same abilities and that he had before. He's not, he's not, he's not any different except for a title change. And it, I think, kind of, the blending of the two makes more sense to me than like wiping away the other. Even though they're kind of going to introduce a new Falcon, I, I don't know. I didn't. I like the other one better. This one looks all right. I just think it's yeah the other one's better okay (laughs)
0: that's fair that's fair yeah moving on to a film that is in my top three most anticipated films of 2024 beetlejuice 2 a film that god what a time i i say this a lot what a time to be alive Michael Keaton's back as Batman, he's back as Beetlejuice. We've got the original Ghostbusters in 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 a not just like a hey, let's do, you know, one for the one for the Razorbacks here. It's like it is like a an ongoing franchise now with the original Ghostbusters in it. Like it is a bizarre and wonderful time to be a film fan. We've got Hayden Christensen back on screen as, as like Clone Wars era Anakin. Yeah, like just what a bizarre, bizarre, bizarre time. Um, now we've seen set photos kicking around. We haven't seen any set photos like they've they've kept Michael Keaton in his makeup pretty under wraps. Um, but we've seen set photos of Winona Ryder. We've seen set photos of Jenna Ortega. Um, we've seen set photos of Willem Dafoe. What we haven't really known up until this point is when is this film coming? And is it just Beetlejuice 2? Is it Beetlejuice 2, the ghost with the most? Like, what? what is the title of this film? Well, we got both things. In a poster, an Instagram poster post, a poster post, an Instagram port, poster, uh, a poster post came out on Instagram, came out on Twitter. They kind of dropped it everywhere. It is a poster of, if you remember sort of the the end of the first Beetlejuice, um, Beetlejuice ended up sitting in the sort of the afterlife social worker office place. He's in the waiting room, right? It's kind of like, kind of like when you're sitting in a government building waiting to renew your driver's license or whatever and you have to take a number and you just <laughs> kind of sit there. <laughs> and his was like super long and and the, the the voodoo guy had like shrunken his head down or whatever. But he had, he had, he was holding a number and it was like in the millions. Like he was going to be waiting there all day. At least. <laughs> um, Minimum. <laughs> and, and so the poster is, is just Beetlejuice's hands holding one, holding that number um, or a number, uh, but between these two thumbs, highlighted in green and a different color, we see the date 090624. So this film is coming September sixth of this year, and it is called Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Now, this is a brilliant name. I don't think anyone's going to call it this, right? Like, when you're talking about it, you'd be like, oh, I watched Beetlejuice last night. Oh, which one? Oh, Beetlejuice 2, right? You're not going to say, oh, I watched Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. (laughs) Because it just, it doesn't like, it doesn't really roll off the tongue super well. Um, But they set themselves up for a really fun trilogy name. And that's the thing. Right. How do you summon Beetlejuice? Because I was, the second (laughs) I saw this, and it it turned out, because then I started digging, and it turns out that I'm definitely not the only one that thought this, and the theories are starting to run rampant. But the second I saw Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, I'm like, oh, you got to make a third. Right? You got, and, 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 and just like, Bring this sucker home with Beetlejuice, 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 which no one will call it. I don't know that there's enough room on the poster for that, but I'm still stoked on this title. I'm stoked that it's coming September. That's going to be here before we know it. I cannot wait for this movie. Carl, what are your thoughts?
1: I, I love. I liked, I really liked the, the first Beetlejuice, so I am not, a big fan as you, not as big a fan as you, but... I am excited about this. Yeah. Michael Keaton is a great actor. This was a great film.
0: Oh, so good. Uh,
1: Yeah. Come for your daughter. chicks. and it's, and here's the other thing, right? I don't think it would be really hard to screw this up because even though they, so like in terms of media content, what does Beetlejuice have for fans to follow? They've got a movie, first of its kind. I don't yep. think it was based on a book.
0: No, nope. no, no.
1: It had, it did have a cartoon that followed. Yeah. Uh, a little while later in the 90s. What,
0: which was a little, like, it was definitely dumbed down for kids, and it was definitely, yeah, definitely. like, a yeah. loose adaptation yeah. because... Meant to be
1: more of a fun, like, fun, kid-friendly comedy. Yeah, because yeah.
0: if, if you grew up, you know, let's say your first exposure... My first exposure to Beetlejuice was the movie, right? Like, that was, as a kid, I loved the movie. Um, and, but if you were a kid that grew up strictly with the show if you were then years later to finally sit down and watch the movie, you'd be like, wait a second. Beetlejuice is the straight up villain. Like him and yeah. Lydia aren't sort of aren't, partners in crime. Aren't here? Our buddy buddies. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So the show is definitely sort of a, a loose, loose take on it.
1: Yeah. Um, so, and then there was probably, I, I, th- I think I've seen a few comics here and there. Which some f- have followed more the cartoon than the than the movie. So in terms of like what they can do w- without s- making fans scream in rage because they're not following a canon that's been pr- like similar to what's what what we've seen with comics, the comic movies, right? Yeah, you're 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 not running into that, I don't think.
0: No, don't change free to tell a story. Whatever story. Don't change you want. the design of Beetlejuice. Don't yeah, don't just fundamentally change <clears throat> anyone's character. Yeah, and follow the aesthetic and stay, of the first film and you're good. Yep. Yeah, stay true to sort of the rules of the world that you've built and then tell a story. Tell yeah. Whatever story you want.
1: Yeah. And and I think that there's there's kind of a uh, a freedom in that for the script writers and director and actors. But on top of that, there's been plenty of time to let people sit and stew and wonder and hope on a hope that maybe one day we'll get to see Beetlejuice, too.
0: Right. People are hungry for this.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's the reason it's the reason that episode one did so well, even though it's not the best of the, the prequel trilogies. And it's the reason that we, uh, the first Disney movie did as well as it did, even though it has many flaws as well. <clears throat> People craved it. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's a, it's a good time for Beetlejuice to have another crack at the, uh, can
0: the big the big screen. Yeah, I'm so yeah. stoked. All right, moving on. Now, James Gunn, DC, Peter Safran, DC EU DCU reboot. I we're not going to get into all of that again. We've we've conversationed that to death. Right? Yeah. Casting has been something that we've gotten sort of some sparse bits about. We know who our Superman is. We know who our Lois Lane is. We now know who our Lex Luthor is. Um still don't still don't know who Batman is, but that's okay. Cause the Batman films further out than the Superman. The first yeah. film we're getting is Superman. So it makes sense that yeah. you know getting, we've the,
1: had some rumors about different actors for different stuff. But that they're it's all speculation.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the projects that is was sort of laid out in James Gunn's DC roadmap was Supergirl, and telling sort of a a darker Supergirl story, right? It, it, following a comic line, um, Woman of Tomorrow, that is, uh, it's 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 a darker story. If you're not familiar with it, I would encourage you to, to look it up. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's not your little girl scout. Oh, the, the cute, older, impressionable cousin of Clark. Like it, it is, it's, it's, it's a story that's got stakes. And so it's, I think it's a very interesting one for them to take on. We now have our casting though. We know who our Supergirl is sort of, and that is Millie Alcock is playing Supergirl, most notably from, if you're going wow, who the hell is Millie Alcock, uh, House of the Dragon, sort of the follow-up series to to Game of Thrones. Now, the reason I say we know who our Supergirl is, sort of, um, and it's actually only... Really, well, not only applicable to me, but I can only really talk for myself. Um, I have not seen House of the Dragon. Me. Either. And in fact, if I go through Millie's IMDb, I haven't seen any of this. And so, I I don't know. <laughs> maybe this is a fantastic choice. Maybe this is a horrible choice. I mean, I haven't seen any huge negative outcries on the internet surrounding this. A lot of people are saying she'll do fantastic, she's a great actress, so on and so forth. Uh, she looks apart. right? She's blonde. She's... Uh, uh, I don't know. She's blonde and she's a girl. <laughs> that th- Those are kinds of your... That's kind of your um your requirements for supergirl and actually I shouldn't even say that I shouldn't even say that because I really liked the supergirl that we got in the Flash movie and she wasn't blonde right so I would say I would say the prerequisite for playing supergirl is that it's supergirl so you should probably be a girl uh or a woman um uh, yeah I mean I I don't look at her and go I don't see it. I, I don't know. I, I think she looks like she could be a great Supergirl. Um, I hate to base that off looks alone, but that's kind of all that I have to go on, um, at least with my exposure to, to Millie Alcock. Um, Carl, what are your thoughts? Have you ever seen Millie Alcock in anything? No. Nope. Re- okay, great. Great. <laughs> What are your thoughts on <laughs> Millie Alcock as Supergirl? Uh sure. Yeah.
1: Looks 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 the comic book part. Let's go for it.
0: <laughs> she does. And that's the thing, right? You don't have to have a blonde Supergirl but in the comics and in the animation and in whatever she's typically historically been blonde. Yeah. 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 Even though Clark isn't. So I, you know, it's on well, a, I mean, on, on her mom's side, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they're
1: cousins. They're not they're not well, siblings. yeah,
0: but yeah, but
1: like you know, I've got, I've got cousins who aren't. I don't aren't need brunettes. to know your family
0: tree. No, <laughs> I get it. We don't need to know. We don't need to know the Eastmans. You know, the, uh, the Eastmans of Nova Scotia. I nobody cares. Um, I don't have but, anybody that lives in Nova Scotia or comes that you know Scotia. of. Have you done the <laughs> twenty three and Me, the My I Heritage thing? Maybe you actually. Do. Got, I don't probably need have need to. for the Eastman side of my
1: family. My, my uncle's cousin, my grandpa's cousin, uh, did like before internet and 23 and me did a huge, uh, genie genealogical study yeah. for on the Eastman family tree and like person by person finding like birth certificates and letters and all right. that stuff, but you could have traced like it third- all the way back to England in the like. Sure. Seventeen hundreds. But,
0: <laughs> but you could have like a third cousin twice removed or something that, you know. Cause that's what I've been discovering. I've I've been doing the the my heritage tree yeah. thing. I mean, and, I don't know, you know what
1: the what my mom's side of the family is like, so maybe on my mom's side. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But definitely okay. not on Anyways. the Eastman side, I can guarantee.
0: All right, <laughs> Millie Alcock as uh sure. as, let's, as let's do it. Let's see what let's she's got. Girl. Show us show us your chops. <laughs> All right. Now there's been a lot of good. That we've gotten from Star Wars and there's been some crap. We all disagree because we're fans, which means we don't like each other. Fans of one thing don't get along and I don't. It's like the stupidest part of fandom, right? You're like, oh, I love this. Oh, except for that. That was stupid. What do you mean? That was the best Batman. No, that's the worst Batman. Can't we all just <laughs> like Batman? Can't we Can't we just all be like, oh, yeah, man, Batman's the best? Like, no, no, we like, you no, know, because because Robert Patton's just a sparkly vampire. That's all he is. No, just stop. <laughs> Fandom. So the thing with Star Wars is we don't all agree, right? You and I don't even agree on we, a lot so, of things Star yeah, Wars.
1: We, we... Like as a counterpoint to your little <laughs> rear 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 thing, like yeah, people don't agree on everything, but they do agree that they like Star Wars, even if they don't agree yes. on one yeah. thing being good or the other thing being bad. Yeah, yeah, there's still there's still a combined love of the franchise, even if there people don't see eye to eye on particular movie or actor or whatever. I thought
0: Jar Jar should have been a Sith. No, he's not a <laughs> Sith. He's an idiot. Um, <laughs> One of the divisive Star Wars properties to come out in the last, you know, little while was the Obi-Wan series. Now, in my opinion, and Carl and I have talked about this several times, um, and, and I think that Obi-Wan is actually one of the series or one of the... Star Wars properties that we see pretty much eye to eye on. Um, so I'm gonna speak for both of us here, but then you tell me you tell me when I go off path here, okay? It it had issues. It wasn't perfect. There was a lot of decisions and choices they made that were like Oh, come on. Like, what for the love of <laughs> like, what he Luke went on this like he was kidnapped as a child. He's what he's got no memory of this and like, um, however, despite all that, there are some incredible moments, um, particularly any of the things that have to do with Obi Wan and his. Realization that Anakin's still alive. That Anakin is Darth Vader. Their showdown. His, I'm sorry, Anakin. I, you know, I've, I've, I, I'm sorry for all of it and the tears and the, oh my gosh, the explanation. Even though people are like, well, I didn't need an explanation. The fact that they're like, hey, remember Return of the Jedi? You want to know? You know, in true Joker fashion, Vader's like, you want to know how I got this scar? <laughs> <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Obi-Wan frigging like sliced my helmet open and got me good in the head and and you know, what a dick. Um it it was it was fun. It was fun, but it was bloated. It was bloated with a lot of crap that didn't need to be there and yeah. was just kind of <sighs> not, you know. And there's just, actually a really great you, you can go on YouTube, someone took it and like edited it down to like a two hour movie. Yeah. Um and it's way better. It's like, oh my god, the Obi-Wan movie is great. It's great because it takes out all the crap yeah. that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. The um, story was not
1: not as a whole, like it it
0: fell a lot, like it fumbled over itself quite a bit. Yeah. Um and so it kind of seemed, you know, in and, and, and it was but it was a story that I was interested in. It was a premise that I was interested in cuz i was like you know there's a there's a big gap there right there's like a 17 year gap between when obi-wan drops luke off at at um on with his his aunt and uncle right his step aunt and uncle on tatooine there's a there's a 17 year gap between when when he does that and then in those 17 years, ages 40 years, and then <laughs> that Tatooine son, man, it's rough. Um, and then mm-hmm. we and then we meet up with him as old hermit Ben Kenobi in A New Hope. I'm like, there's a lot there, and there's been something, you know, the Clone Wars series and and Rebels and all this stuff. Like you you get or not Clone Wars, I guess, Rebels, um, you get to see sort of him re-face off against Darth Maul and all that stuff. And, but, but there was still just a lot of m- missing time there. Um, and it was always my belief. I was like, there's room to tell a great story. But I kind of felt like, and and although, you know, when the Obi-Wan series wraps up, although, you know, Luke is still only, I don't know, eight, six to eight, right? He's a little kid. Yeah. And so there's still like. Still still got some growing years. Yeah, there's still 10 years between now, between when that series ends and A New Hope. I kind of felt like. I don't know, I don't know what else, I don't know what else you need to tell, right? You, you sort of did a soft retcon by having Vader and Obi-Wan interact, but, but well, yeah. I think and it,
1: it still felt Leia, the whole, the whole Leia storyline felt a little shoehorned, but.
0: Yeah, why, yeah, why was Lay even there? Like, that seemed a little, a little um, but yeah, so they sort of soft retcons. you know, that, uh, that I haven't seen this, felt this presence since, right, and, and, and up until this point, it was the understanding that, you know, it was like, well, since they dueled on Mustafar, but, it was a soft retcon that worked because you don't go now if you go from Obi Wan and then you watch a New Hope. There are no contradictory lines; like it still works, yeah, right. But but you know yeah. they just kind of adjusted canon, um, or told us about canon that that we were never aware of. Um, but I kind of I just kind of feel like I don't know where you would go from here. And But there's been talks for a long time about the potential of doing a season two. And Ewan McGregor um, has voiced many times, he's always down to play Obi-Wan, right? He'll come back and he'll play Obi-Wan as long as they will let him play yeah. Obi-Wan. Well, he was recently asked by Variety magazine, uh, so season two. What's what's the deal? And Ewan McGregor responded and said, would love to do the second season, but there's no talk of it yet. So for some people, that will be a sigh of relief. For some people, that will be mighty disappointing. I think I kind of fall in the middle where I'm like, I don't know where you'd go. I don't know what story you would tell. I don't know if there's a story worth telling. Right? I don't know that I want an Obi-Wan Season 2 if I can't see Vader and obi One kind of do their thing. But also, I don't want to see that again because then you are encroaching on... Well, I don't know. It depends on how you do it, I guess. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see whether or not that ever does happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know that I would want a Season 2. However if you told me that I was going to get more Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, like I'm just going to, I mean, I am going to get excited for that. That's, you know, you and it's you Ewan yeah. McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, so I don't know, Carl, what are your thoughts on this? Do you want a season two? Does it make sense to do a season two? Um, and do you think it'll ever happen?
1: Um, I, I think I, I'd go down for... I'd be down for another season. Uh, and I say that because... To, to my understanding... Like, the whole... This whole Obi-Wan show... The premise of it... Was... Originally supposed to be kind of... Based off of... To my understanding... Was, was supposed to be based off of... At least the look of his character very much is... In the show. Based off of the... Comic book run of uh, that was uh, Obi Wan in the desert watching over Anakin or watching over Luke. Sorry, and I haven't read the comic, but to my understanding, aside from the way Obi Wan looks, they didn't pull a whole lot of story from that comic run, right? So, as in they story-
0: contradicted it, or they could still do it.
1: I think they probably could still do it cuz I to my understanding like parts parts of it are like Obi-Wan gets kidnapped by Tusken Raiders and Obi-Wan has to go rescue him and so it's it's like it's it's more the comic book to my understanding is there's a little bit of stuff like that and the but the rest of it's kind of is I don't want to use the word mundane but like just his kind of a little bit of what we saw I guess in Obi-Wan you know him working getting by staying under the radar um yeah uh so i I think there's a story to be told there still and i said that before um man i really i i want to just talking about it kind of makes me want to grab the comic book (laughs) run i don't know where to get it though because my the place that carries comic books and little Hanover they don't don't carry comic books anymore oh. so they could probably well, they, order they carry a for couple you. independent they can get stuff in from some independent smaller comic book companies, but they can't get anything from marvel or d c anymore
0: really yeah Ooh. it's it, is there because a it's juicy all the story numbers. there?
1: it's there's it's just numbers right like unless you're ordering a certain amount then you they they won't ship really. But, but if you order a certain amount and they don't sell, then you're 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 ordering stock that's just bloating and not moving and wasting money sitting on your shelf.
0: Right. So, yeah.
1: It's kind of a catch twenty-two for for them. And they're not big enough and there's not enough interest in it. And yeah, comic comic books just don't sell as much as they used to because a lot of people nowadays do what I do to consume comic book content and then and that's i watch a youtuber go over it <laughs> there's, yeah there's uh, yeah i watch a guy who narrates the pant like he kind of does some photoshop work to remove the text from the panels and then he narrates the panels and yeah so well and there's probably also Anyway,
0: Yeah, there's probably also a, a, you know, and I wouldn't say this is the lion's share of people by any means, but there's, there's certainly some people out there who have stopped consuming any comic book stuff simply because the reason that they were into comics was because they were into superheroes. And that was kind of, if you were going to consume superhero content, that was the way to do it. And now you have a lot of other options, <laughs> yeah. right? Now you can, some Movies, people are like, TV I don't shows. need to read comics. I'll just yeah. go, yeah, I've got the MCU. It's I've a, got whatever.
1: It's a golden age of digital media to consume your comic book content without having to buy a comic book.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which
1: sucks for the comic book industry as a whole. <laughs> a oh, for bit, sure. Right. Yeah, And it also leads to a lot of, Issues, uh, uh, I won't get into it.
0: There's with yeah, there's other things going on there, but (laughs) moving on, we got not one but two Ghostbusters trailers this past week. Um, a Ghostbusters trailer that was like the domestic, like the main kind of Ghostbusters trailer, and then we got an international trailer, um, which Showed some other things in it, showed some extra stuff, but also was not near as good, was not not near as, like, enticing of a trailer. It was just kind of like a, I don't know, just made the fi- film feel entirely different. Now, we're in a little bit of a weird spot here, because Carl only watched one of them, and he watched the not good one, and... But by
1: doing so, I've met my contractual obligations with the show <laughs> yes,
0: um, so you sent me the wrong so, one first <laughs> so there's how do I wanna do this i'm i'm gonna so I'm only gonna talk about things that appeared in the international trailer. Um, with the exception of one thing that we knew was like, this has been in the news. It's, it's something that we've already talked about on this show. So it's not a spoiler at all. It's just a character who we we've talked about is coming back and you you just get to, you know, you get to see him in the trailer. So it's, it's not actually going to be a spoiler for you. Um, But obviously what you do see in the Ghostbusters international trailer is, uh, you know, a lot of our cast is back. You've got Paul Rudd. You've got McKenna Grace. I love McKenna Grace as Phoebe, as Egon's granddaughter. Yeah. She was so good. So good in that role the last time around. And based on what we've seen in this trailer, there's no reason to think um, that, you know, she's going to be any different. We get the Ghostbusters that, we grew up with that we know and love are there and are there like you know again I don't think that they're the main team anymore I don't think that they're you know the main characters necessarily of this film but I will say that there's more there's almost more of them in this trailer than there was in the entirety of the last film, they seem to be back in not so much just a small little cameo role this time, but in a larger capacity. Did you kind of get that feeling from the trailer?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. You get to yeah, they're see, not, they're the,
1: not going to show up right at the end this time.
0: No, now it's like, but, hey, hey, okay, hey, we're back in New York know, and the of firehouse it, yeah, is open. Big, yeah. Yeah. They're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, the one thing that sh- uh, that was in that other trailer, not the one thing, but the one thing that I'm going to talk about, which is something that, um, like I said, we we'd already discussed this. We do get to see, and here, I mean, it starts out as a little bit of a narration piece, and then then we get to see the return of Walter Peck, the the. Uh, not EPA, <laughs> but the like environmentalist, yeah, you know, guy from the first one who shuts down the containment system and whatever. And what we see is that after forty years, this guy has has only only gained more of an axe to grind. Like he is just—he's not—he's not—he's not sporting a Ghostbusters T-shirt. The guy is not a fan of the Ghostbusters. Um, My favorite comments to see online because of, of course the hilarious and well-known line from the first movie is all of the comments on the trailer for the one that's got Walter Peck in it. Everyone's like, Hey, Dickless is back. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so good. It's so good. I'm so stoked on this movie. I, I can't even begin to tell you. Um, It is, it's just, yeah, it is so exciting. The one, listen, I'm not a big theory, conspiracy, like, ooh, could be, could be. You know, typically, like, we'll talk about rumors and we'll talk about whatever, but, but I, I tend not to get, like, too deep into the nitty gritty of it. However, there is a shot in both trailers of, you know, just the, the, team of Ghostbusters standing there actually I think it's only in the international one where there's a shot that has you know it's it's a brief shot but it's a wide shot and you see all the Ghostbusters you see the original crew you see you, you know the newer crew you see Annie Potts right Janine Melnitz is there in Ghostbusters garb Phoebe's mom is in Ghostbusters garb like it's it is the full lineup
1: they become and, full-on
0: corporate. And you see a shot of someone kind of it's such a brief shot, and, and you only kind of see them from the waist down because they're sort of running out of frame as the you know the big scary ghost is approaching them. And all you kind of see is that they've got like white and red kind of sneakers on. You can't really pull much from that however it is a character that up until this point is unaccounted for in the trailers there's no you're like okay everyone else is there who the hell is this and the rumors are circulating and i so desperately want these rumors to be true that that is rick moranis as lewis telly i want that to be the case so Mm. bad i don't know if it will be Obviously, it's just, you know, wild speculation on everyone's parts, but that is, that's the missing, that's it, right? Obviously, with the exception of Harold Ramis, who unfortunately passed away, but that they paid a, a mountain's worth of homage to him in the last one.
1: <coughs>
0: yeah, perfect. Nobody like, else is Perfectly,
1: missing. too, right? Like, they don't, with what they did in the last one, they don't need to do anything no. else with that character moving forward.
0: No, so, but, but everyone else has gotten, you know, even Sigourney Weaver, although it was only like briefly in like a mid credit scene, everyone else has gotten screen time from the original crew, except Louis Tully, who actually in Ghostbusters 2, dons the uniform and believes that he's the reason why all that goo comes off the front of the museum. Obviously, (laughs) he had nothing to do with it. Um, but yeah, God, I want, I want, and I think, I think we're in a position where it's more likely to happen than ever, right? Because yes, Rick Moranis had retired from acting when his wife passed away. He retired to, to raise his children and and live sort of a quiet life. However, his kids are all grown up now. And there was, there was a story a couple years ago now, and then Things have been kind of quiet on it. We haven't really heard anything in a while. Um, but that he's supposed to be doing that Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movie with Josh Gad called Shrunk. Mm. And, and you know, probably a straight to Disney plus kind of garbage, whatever. Um, but it at least means that he, he is willing to maybe come Get out of retirement to do some yeah. stuff yeah i don't know well god i hope yeah. so it'd just be good to see rick morena's back in movies in general
1: yeah and his his initial retirement wasn't like we talked about why jim carrey retired a little bit his retirement wasn't anything to do with anything of like dislike of the industry or not no. wanting to do with this for for work it we was more it as out of a necessity because his wife passed away and he wanted to look after his kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Idiot. so now his kids are all grown up. What's, what's old man Rick supposed to do with his ta- free time?
0: <laughs> Come back and be a ghostbuster. Is Damn what. straight. That's what, that's <laughs> <is> what. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our last story of today. Deadpool three. Do you know there's a Deadpool three coming? What? What? Yeah. When? Yeah. Wait! I'm about to. You are about blow to blow my mind. You are about to have to change your underwear, sir. <laughs> Hugh Jackman is coming. Who's Hugh Jackman's it? coming back as Wolverine. <laughs> what? Yeah. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Also, also, also. Supposedly, everyone, including Elvis, is going to be in this movie.
1: <laughs> no way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the king this is the king's insane. coming back from the grave. Yeah. This is the craziest
1: uh, casting since
0: <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Even the director doesn't believe the casting at this point. <laughs> oh uh, man. We got our official synopsis for Deadpool 3. And and it's interesting. It's it's we got a synopsis and we got another quote from an article that I didn't send to you but I will I'll just basically let you know the gist of that as well while we're discussing this. Um, But the the synopsis for Deadpool 3 is the irresponsible hero Deadpool will change the history of the MCU with Wolverine. Ooh. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) Not a whole lot. (laughs) I mean... I mean it does, but it also doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't tell us much but is it are like not only is this the first m c u film with Daredevil and Wolverine in it this is also kind of the the end bracket the punctuation at the end of the sentence that is the fox x-men universe. Ugh. Right. This is kind yeah. of the fine this is their day. it's done. It's the send-off. Is this the film where all of a sudden boom there are mutants. Mutants are now a part of the MCU. I mean, in some ways, yes, because Deadpool's a mutant. Right. So even if, even if, even if Hugh Jackman's Wolverine doesn't actually ever make it through that final portal where he steps foot on MCU soil at any point in the film, maybe he doesn't. Our understanding is that the end goal is that that's where Deadpool is going to end up, right? On MCU soil, Earth 616 yeah. soil. Somehow. Yeah. Somehow. And and so, just by virtue of of that alone, there's now a mutant in the MCU, officially, a mutant in the MCU. Now, tinfoil hat time. Can you put on a tinfoil hat for me, real quick? Just throw on your tinfoil hat?
1: Okay, hang on. Okay, got my hat on. (laughs) I don't know why it sounded squishy, but it did.
0: (laughs) What if (laughs) this is... What if this is the film where? Because I mean, anyone could show up, right? What if this is the film where, assuming Wanda's not dead, I'm still on the, I'm still on the, I still don't think Wanda's dead. You're a fool. (laughs) But go on. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) The MCU's done crazier things. Yeah. What if this is our House of M? film.
1: Mm, Interesting.
0: What if this is where Wanda brings back, so for those that don't know, there's a, there's a, a comic run called house of M where the Scarlet witch at some point in the past says something to the effect of no more mutants and all the mutants disappear are, are wiped from the history of the, of the earth. And then, later on at one point you know you, she says mutants or mutants come back or mutants I choose you or what I don't know whatever it is and back through the floodgates come the mutants and and so this could be the film where what well, it, and it, it, like this is really like I hope you have a big tinfoil hat on because I've got nothing to base this on that this is what they're going to do Right, I think there's a 5% chance if that, <laughs> that that these events transpire in Deadpool 3. However, I think there's a 70% chance that this is the this film is the catalyst that brings in mutants. And to take it one step further, the other quote, this is a big quote from the from Matthew Vaughn, who is the director of X Men: First Class, who has seen the film or you know been in the editing room enough, has been on set enough, he says that Deadpool three is a jolt that could save the whole Marvel universe. That this is the film that is going to get everything back on track.
1: <laughs> this retcons everything.
0: <laughs> well, n- not even I, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's what they're talking about. I mean, there's going to be like it, it, from what we know, obviously they're dicking around with some multiverse in this film. They have to be. Right? That's how there's no other way for these characters to end up, you know, traversing to Earth 616. Or what looks like the the void at the end of time? The, we're ninety nine point nine percent sure that we're going to see that. Deadpool kills Kang. Maybe if ants can do it, then he
1: certainly can.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe Deadpool kills kills it. You know, in like a post credit scene, just like we've seen Deadpool go back and like kill a younger Ryan Reynolds who's holding the script of Green Lantern. Yeah. Maybe Deadpool, maybe we get a post credit scene where Deadpool shows up in that stadium
1: that he had all the Kings all in the it and <laughs>
0: just starts laying waste. <laughs> Drops a nuke. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? And just, just like a defi- and the definitive way for Marvel to say, Okay, we're we're moving on. <laughs>
1: we're done with Kang. Either we're done with
0: <laughs> Kang. Right? Like, oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Carl, what are your thoughts? You've heard the synopsis that, you know, the, he is going to, that Deadpool 3 is a film where Deadpool and Wolverine change the history of the MCU.
1: Oh, man. It, like, does Kevin Feige and the MCU put that much stock in Deadpool being that important right out the gate to the MCU. I think you do.
0: That's yeah. That's a lot. Oh, man. I don't know. Because here, like, listen, think about it this way. This film, this there has never in the history of film been a superhero film well, with more stuff. Quite a bit. <laughs> with with more star power than Deadpool 3. <sighs> oh man. Right, you look at the entire the entirety of the MCU. Yeah, you've got Robert Downey Jr. in there and Chris Hemsworth, but but like the MCU made Chris Hemsworth a star. The MCU yeah. revitalized Robert Downey Jr.'s career, made him the star that he is, the name that he is. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Side by side, you start throwing Jennifer Garner in there, you start throwing Halle Berry in there if she is, Patrick Stewart, like all these whatever. With the with the the level of stardom that Ryan Reynolds is right now. And and Hugh Jackman. There's never been a bigger cast lineup in in terms of of fame and yeah. stardom, than Deadpool three,
1: but I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's like that. To me, that can't be the answer to that question. Like the question of how much, how how important Kevin Feige and the MCU look at Deadpool as being to the MCU story. Like, does Kevin Feige's like, "Okay. Uh oh man, uh what's next on the list? Okay. Deadpool, uh how important is it going to be to affecting the sto- the overarching storyline we're trying to tell? Right? How important is this going to be? I don't think you look at oh well, it's got a whole shit ton of actors that are really freaking awesome. So yes, of sure. course, that's that's not why you make it an important film to the the story of the MCU.
0: No, that, but maybe that makes maybe, it that maybe. make
1: that gives it the potential to be an amazing blockbuster film.
0: Yes, right. absolutely. But no. Okay, not, so like, what about then the fact that this is the this is a film unlike any other film that Kevin Feige could make, where you can you can get away with retconning and changing and adjusting and kind of you know, a little bit of takesy backsies if you want, because it's Deadpool. And we'll just buy it, and we'll go, oh, yeah, that's the way the MCU was until Deadpool came in and did that thing and changed it. Yeah, until Deadpool. See, and
1: that that is a stronger argument. Like, Deadpool showed up in the MCU 616 universe, and all hell's broken loose, because that's what Deadpool does. He's an agent of chaos. Yeah. Sure, that's, that's a better argument. I don't know. I... I don't see this movie playing a huge massive role in the story. I think it'll change or add something to what we've gotten already but honestly the MCU's such a mess right now that I don't, I mean yeah, I don't know Dead Deadpool can be the answer to fixing that mess but to fix that mess you've got a essentially use Deadpool to retcon a lot of stuff or be the answer to a lot of stuff. And I, I don't know. I just don't see them owning up to mistakes (laughs) like in that way. Right. Like, and I say that because it feels more like they've chosen to double down. On mistakes rather than go okay that didn't work let's change something
0: right okay okay i mean i have all the faith in the world in this movie i just i think this i movie think it's is gonna, gonna be a great movie
1: day. i don't think it's gonna be as impactful to the mcu as you're you're making it out to be right it will have but. some sort of impact but i don't i don't think it'll be any more of an impact than any other standalone film has had.
0: Well for the sake of the MCU and for the sake of our enjoyment as fans, I think we both hope that you're wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd this is something you'd love to be wrong about. Yeah. Yeah. God. I'm so excited though. Yeah. I'm so excited for this movie. Ugh. Well that's Coming it. Up. That's all we got. That's it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all listed down below. Our Patreon page. Oh, we've been chatting about new things coming for Patreon. Some video content. Oop, did I just I just said that? Maybe maybe I shouldn't have said that. Make put a beep in there. Mm -hmm. Just just edit that. Yeah. Just some just some definitely, definitely not some video content. Uh (laughs) and merch. Yeah, there's a few new things. Not many, but a few. A few. You can now that Christmas is over, you can get a Santa hat. Um yep. better late than never. You know. Better late <laughs> than never. When better to get prepared for next Christmas than to that buy your movie men Santa hat now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't like that Santa hat, you could buy a patch or a sticker. Then you hate Christmas. No. Nope. If you don't like that Santa hat, then you hate Christmas.